This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit on 7 to 9 a.m. Visit us on www.kpulpit.co.za. It's 7.45. On the line is Wendy Christin. She's a health coach and wellness practitioner at Integrated Health Solution. I can't picture you eating peanut butter with a spoon, but tell us you have at least one vice. Good morning, Wendy. Good morning, Brad. <laughs> um, I do like peanut butter, actually. Oh, you're good. <laughs> I, I put it in my smoothie in the morning, um, but I generally um, choose the sugar-free variety. Um, and I haven't ventured as far as putting chili into it, but that does sound quite interesting. Yes, I got a, I got a little hamper for Father's Day, and in it was chili peanut butter. It's, uh, I can tell you what, it's, it's also sugar-free peanut butter, but with a chili in it. Uh, interesting taste. We're done well spread on a banana, I must say. So oh. Here we are talking about food. That sounds interesting. Although uh, after that, I certainly did need water, so I guess we're right back to our conversation uh, <laughs> around water. We've been doing this for the last two weeks with Wendy, and we've been touching on things from how much water we should drink uh, and uh, the best way to filter it. So let's talk about the reasons to filter it. But first, Wendy, I wonder if everybody that's listening this morning that's been uh, paying attention over the last two weeks, if they've increased their water intake. I would be quite curious to know. I can say, for one, I'm suddenly very much more aware. So I'm grateful for our conversation over the last while. Yeah, no, I think we do need to be reminded. Um, and certainly when we understand what the benefit is, it makes it a lot easier for us to, you know, to be compliant and to make those changes that make a difference in our health. Last week you mentioned that our uh, our tap water in um, not all but in most places in South Africa is still uh, of a relatively good standard, but uh, there are still several impurities. So tell us a little bit what what could exist or might exist in our tap water that we need to be aware of, and that might push us into the direction of saying let's possibly look at a at filtering it or boiling it or uh, something. Uh, what are those things that we that we need to be wary of? So there obviously are um, chemicals that are in the water. There can be traces of heavy metals. There can be traces of um, organic, um, dissolved organics such as drugs, um, pesticides, and hormones. Um, and the most common chemical that is in the in the water is chlorine because that's what's used to clean it. Mm. And while it's important because they do need to remove the, the dangerous bacteria and any of the diseases that might be in the water, it, it can leave um, an odor mm. and it can obviously leave traces of that chemical in the water that we are then absorbing into our bodies as well. What are the dangers of doing that, Wendy? Well, it does affect um, us. You know, we we have a toxic buildup in our system. And now, we're not just talking about water here. We're, water is one component. So we're exposed to multiple toxins. And when you're exposed to that on a continual basis, it has an effect on your um, genetic structure. So it can potentially switch on or switch off genes, and it can start to unravel your DNA, wow. and it can start to do all sorts of sort of degenerative things in the background that we're not necessarily aware of when it happens sort of slowly on a day-to-day basis. That sounds fairly serious. I, I know you made mention, too, of heavy metals. What, what are we looking out for? So with heavy metals, we're especially looking at um, lead. So you have mercury, lead, aluminium, copper, those kind of heavy metals. They can affect our, our neurological structure. So, for example, lead can be linked to autism. Um, and heavy metals, they, they lodge themselves in the fatty tissue, which is predominantly our brain tissue, mm. and around our nerve, around the sort of coverings over our nerves. 
and it leads to um, a lot of um, toxicity, so brain um, uh, brain problems, yeah. dementia, Alzheimer's, those kind of things can be aggravated. I mentioned the autism, um, but also with lead, you could have um, prostate problems in men and reproductive issues in, in women and men. These things that you're saying this morning, I mean, they sound fairly serious, and, and I think this will push us in the direction to say we at least have to consider filtering the water somehow. I know last week after our conversation, somebody sent a message, Wendy, to say, well, they choose to boil and then cool their water. That's the way they like to do things. I mean, is, is that still a sensible way of doing it? Because for somebody to go out and say, let me spend a thousand rand on a nice filtration system, it doesn't sit in everybody's uh, ability. Well, boiling and cooling the water is going to have a little bit of benefit, but it's really only going to get rid of bacteria. Um, it's not going to get rid of the heavy metals. It's not going to get rid of any of the, the, the chemicals that are still sitting in the water. So you would still need to filter it to have it, um, you know, to mm. have it in a filtered form. So let's talk about bottled water because we brought this up last week as an alternative option. But now we're looking at plastic, not only from an environmental perspective, but uh, things can leach from particular kinds of plastic into the water. Tell us about that. Yes. So your your plastics generally are... um um, they, they, most of them contain BPA, mm. or you can now get your BPA-free um, plastics. But what they do is they leach uh, hormones into the water, and th- that disrupts your own body's um, ability to produce and metabolize its own hormones. Mm. So from that perspective, you ideally don't want to be um, carrying your water around in, in plastic bottles. You certainly don't want to be reusing plastic bottles, and you definitely don't want to be leaving a plastic bottle in a car that's warm. Uh, or exposing it to heat in any way. So what is the heat going to do, Wendy? So the heat causes the, the, um, the, the chemicals, the endocrine disruptors, to leach out of the water, um, and, or leach into the water, rather. And that is obviously disruptive to our own body's hormones. So tell us a bit about what is the BPA going to do? Uh, you mentioned now about uh, hormones. Yeah, so it disrupts those hormones. So our body's hormones, obviously hormones um, play a variety of roles in our body. Mm. Um, And the BPA mimics the sex hormone estrogen specifically. So estrogen is the the one that um, can um, be linked to cancers, can be linked to many different, um, uh, specifically cancers, but many different disorders of the hormones. And when we are exposed to that all the time, it's, it's not a natural um, hormone. So it builds up in the body and it creates um, um, disruptive pathways. And we want, to, we want to prevent that happening and we want to not have exposure to those kind of things because it does increase the risk for cancer. It does increase the risk for any other um, estrogen-related disorders. Fertility, for example, can be um, affected by that. So this is not only then just drinking, because that's only one area where plastic is involved in our lives. And, and this has always been a personal thing, but um, often when you get together, you know, in the work environment, well, it's not happening now, but, you know, over lunchtime, then people are just sticking their plastic containers in which they brought their lunch into the microwave. And I always thought, and I don't do it, I always decant it into a, into a regular dinner plate or a side plate. And I always think, surely we shouldn't be heating the plastic container up that our food is in. Uh, I don't know why I feel that way. That doesn't seem right to me. Am I on the right track? Yeah, you are very much on the right track because that, as soon as it heats up, if you've got cling wrap or something over the top of your meal and, and it's in a plastic bowl, all of those um, chemicals and those um, endocrine-disrupting hormones 
are, are then leached into your food. So now you're eating a meal that has been exposed to those chemicals too. Yeah. Okay, so, Not now, a good idea. so <laughs> now you've all you've really done this morning is given us lots of fantastic information and freaked the most of us out now. Um, so uh, <laughs> I suppose this is a push in the right direction to start making better choices. We get so caught up, Wendy, and I don't want to generalize. I think we get so caught up in this food is might be too sugary or overly fatty, or we must eat a balanced diet and have enough veggies and get enough exercise. That becomes almost our the, the 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 closed circle in which we operate whenever it comes to our health and wellness. But you're you're highlighting that we really need to become slightly deeper thinkers, and also we need to do a bit more research. Yes, absolutely, and also to remember that this is not, it's never a standalone problem. So it's never just the water bottle. It's never just the the tin that you're eating out of. It's consistently being exposed to different toxins at different levels. So, um, you know, there's other pollutants in the environment. There's heavy metals elsewhere in the environment. Um, there's energetic um, uh, compounds elsewhere in the, in the environment. So it's, when we start adding them together, that's when we have the most impact, negative health impact on our bodies. So if we can make those choices and be aware of them so that we can eliminate them little by little, then those that we can do nothing about, we really have, um, you know, have as much less impact on our bodies. So BPA-free or glass water bottles and don't reheat. I mean, that seems like a basic thing for us to do because it's not like you have to go out and get something. We all have a dinner plate or a side plate or a bowl that we're eating our food out of anyway. You know, yes. just rather do that with another plate on the top if we're going to be heating the food is what you're saying. So here you're not saying, well, you need to go and change your life. You just have to change a very basic habit. Yes, I agree. And it is, it is as simple as that. It's as simple as just putting the food onto a plate. And as you say, covering it, if you want to avoid it splashing all over the microwave, with another plate. Mm. Um, and that really does help. Um, and you get your food nice and warm, and then you're not exposed to those excess toxins. Yes, I'm feeling a little bit freaked out, because I think this is true for everything that, uh, and, and this brings corona also into the conversation. It's this battle against stuff that we just can't see. Uh, and I think that's the thing that this can easily fill us with fear, but I think it's also something that can fill us with opportunity to be able to see how we can change things for the better. Wendy, we're always grateful for your direction, for your knowledge, your expertise, your preparation. And even this morning, if we're all shifting uneasily in our seats and wishing we didn't reheat our supper in plastic. Uh, thank you so much for your time this morning. We're on the right track, thanks to you. Thanks, Brad. It's a pleasure. And hope you have a wonderful Thursday. Thank you, Andy. That's Wendy Christine. She's a health coach and a wellness practitioner at Integrated Health Solution in Durbanville. So why don't you go and pop in there if you need some direction, some coaching or some tests done to set you on a fresh new path to health and wellness. That's Integrated Health Solution. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit on 7 to 9 a.m. Visit us on www.carepulpit.co.za